Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And today we want to talk about work. We sat down a while ago and just wrote down major issues that bring people into the counseling office (laughs) to have marriage counseling. And one of the very first issues that came to my mind was work. Issues surrounding work get into marriages and create problems. And so it's worth spending some time to talk about what these different problems are that drive wedges in marriage. Yeah, I'd love if you could just not work at all and just hang out with me all the time. Let's just be <laughs> Is in that per- feasible? perpetual vacation mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, be awesome. But that's not the case. No, there's jobs. You got to get the jobs. You got to make money. This is how it goes. You've got to, and you get to, and because got, yes. biblically, God created us to work, and work is a good thing, and it's a blessing, and uh, something that we ought to uh, glorify God in. So um, I remember years ago, mm-hmm. me and you sitting down. Take me there. It, it was a busy season in life. I was working a lot. I was tired, mm-hmm. stretched in all these different directions. And uh, so to visually and conceptually talk about amount of time spent at work, I filled up a pitcher full of water and I had these different cups and I wrote on the cups different things. On one, I wrote work. Mm-hmm. On one, I wrote sleep. On another, I wrote, you know, other forms of rest and leisure uh, other than sleep. Uh, I think I wrote down school. Mm-hmm. And did I say family? family? Yeah, yeah, family. So, and mm-hmm. then I wrote down family. So we had these, what, five cups or something like that. And I said, look at this jug. <laughs> this is 24 hours of time. I only have 24 hours. Wow. We have a choice how I'm going to divvy up these hours. And I guess it's it's hours and energy. I only yeah. have so much energy and so many, so many minutes in the day. How are we going to divvy it up? And so first I poured a bunch of water into work. Then I poured a bunch of water into sleep. And it's like, all right, here's what's left. How are we going to divvy this? And then you have questions like, is there the right amount of water in the work bucket, and is there the right amount of water in the uh, sleep bucket? That's a fair question. But uh, the bigger picture question was just like, how do we divvy up time mm-hmm. and energy? We only have so much of it. And yeah, and it was good. It was a good conversation because as we're pouring water, um, we're looking at the cups, we're saying, what do you think this should be? What do I think this should be? What is it really now? You know, because sometimes you can think, well, I only do this. My, this is only this much, but then we kind of talk, well, let's think back to the last couple of weeks. How much have you been at work actually on the job or whatever? So it had really good conversations, allowed us to be really open and share our thoughts. Totally. And that's one of the keys, I think, to mm-hmm. handling this issue is just dialoguing with your spouse about it and making sure you're on the same page. In fact, when I think through the problems surrounding work that drive people into marriage counseling... I think we can identify the first one as unrealistic expectations or just problems within our expectations. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah. that is the first problem. And I think what we'll do in this episode is talk through a couple problems uh, around the idea of work. And so the first one here is expectations. Yeah. Well, right. And this can come for, <laughs> from my perspective as the wife. There can be problems relating to expectations because, like I joked about earlier, I just expect you to be with me as much as possible, as often as possible, all, all the time. And that's a, you know, I joke about that. But in reality, sometimes 
it can cause a tension in our marriage because I am expecting something of you that I'm not telling you about. I'm expecting you to only work so many hours and come home right at the same time every day, or I'm expecting you to, you know, go in at this time and well, wait, it's starting to change or, you know, whatever it might be. I have something in my mind I really want to go on and, and I'm not either telling you and that creates a problem or I've just seen things shift around and I'm, I'm getting frustrated with it. Yeah, or, or as you said, your or your expectations are unrealistic, and when they're yeah. not being met, then you're frustrated. Right, and right. So that, that's a problem. But let's let's unpack this a little bit more. I think I can come home after working nine to five and expect, whether I say it or not, that my work is done for the day. Yes. And so I can expect I've done my work. I've worked enough for the day. Bethany's job is going to continue because her, her job is dealing with kids and taking care of the house. And, you know, I've clocked out. She's still working. That's my expectation. And on that same day, I can come home and your expectation can be, oh, great, Mark's home. It's time for a break. <laughs> I've Yay. been working all day. Right. Now I get a break. And so now all of a sudden there's this clash where my expectations do not line up with yours and they go against each other. Right. Totally and so opposite. now I'm frustrated that you're imposing work on me when I'm done for the day, and you're frustrated because I'm not taking the burden of work off of you because you've been working all day. Right. It's like you walk in the door and it's like, all right, what do I get to do right now? Something other than kids' stuff, you know, cooking or dishes and laundry. It's like that's the thought that can that can creep in. And you might be walking in thinking, man, I've had a really tough day. I need some rest. I need a break. I need to sit down. I just want to see my kids, but just, you know, relax. And, and we're both coming at it with um, this expectation. And then, yeah, frustration. <laughs> because why aren't you reading my mind? And why aren't you doing what I want? And it becomes a lot about me, me, mm-hmm. me in that mm-hmm. situation for sure. And again, what you said at the beginning, it comes back to this. We need to talk about it. Yeah. I need to know that that's your expectation for me. And you need to know. <laughs> what my expectations are in that. And we need to have a conversation where we work it out. We talk through it. Right. Um, and we also need to be self-sacrificing for each other mm-hmm. every day mm-hmm. because we decided to marry each other and that's what we signed up to do. Um, so communication and self-sacrifice are going to be major solutions to this problem. Right. And I, I think it can be a problem when a wife who does have children starts to think about the job just being their kids and they just see their husband walk in the door and think, okay, I want him to take over. Whereas really I I need to change my perspective and think my, my husband has walked in the door and I get to serve him as well. You're my primary, you know, you're my partner, my companion, you're, I'm your helper. And sometimes the expectation of I'm just working here for these little children and I don't think, ah, I don't really want to work for him. He can fend for himself. Mm. He's on his own. And in fact, not only can he fend for himself, but why doesn't he fend for me too? That, that can be the problem. And so I, we, you know, we've worked hard to think, let me serve you when you walk in the door. Let me come and help you. Let me expect to work for you because that's what I signed up for. Yeah, and the same mindset is true for the husband. He ought to come home expecting to serve and sacrifice for his wife and his family because that's what he signed up for. When you got married, you took on a job of husband and leader. And so that means when you come home, it's not time 
to put your feet up and rest for the rest of the day. It's time for you to work in a different capacity. So your nine to five is one context for work. Your home is another context for work, and you are uh, the leader in the home. And so that doesn't mean that you immediately get home and you take over 100% of the chores or the responsibilities or whatever. Um, Delegation is appropriate and good, but work is not over. And there's a problem in our expectations as husbands if we view home as strictly a place of rest. Yeah, why does every sitcom, though, show the husband coming in from work and, like, in the recliner, sitting back, like, kind of giving orders? And Demanding just, like, a sandwich. Resty. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hungry, I'm thirsty, family serve me, you know, I'm home from work, but and now it's, it's me time, TV on, all that. I mean, that's, like, that's totally the stereotype yeah. that we see, but that's not what Christians should be about, walking in, just, okay, it's totally me, all about me. It absolutely should not be, right? I mean, I think as Christian husbands, as Christian godly men, uh, we need to lead at home. We need to self-sacrifice at home and view uh, the the context of the home as a major responsibility for work. Yeah. Are there more issues that arrive within this expectation? Yeah, I do. I think I can have a certain expectation for the amount of time I spend at work. And you can have Mm. an expectation Mm -hmm. for the amount of time I spend at work. Right. And these things can be different and clash. For sure. Yes. Yeah. I think that that happens a lot. It's like you you think, (laughs) I've had this before where I've thought, man, I really wish or would like him to work, you know, from nine to five exactly and walk in the door at 510 every day. And this is what I can count on and your home you know, for dinner prep, whatever, whatever it might be. But that, yeah, when the hours are different in our minds, it's going to cause a problem too. Totally. We can also expect the kind of work to be different than what it actually turns out to be. Sometimes I have unexpected things come up during my day. Sometimes you have unexpected things come up during your day. And um, I just think, you know, our expectations need to be adjusted in light of reality and in light of these biblical principles, in light of um, preferences from our spouse. Mm -hmm. Uh, We need to constantly be adjusting our expectations. Yeah. Because we love each other. It's true. And we love the Lord, and we want to live in a godly way. Right. And we want to preemptively stop some of the fighting and the issues that could come as a result of not sharing and communicating about our expectations. If I would just share and say, hey, let's talk through this. I'm, sen- I'm having frustration because I think you should be home at this time or because I feel like the, the length of time at work is surprising me, whatever. Then if we, don't, if we can talk about it first, or at least as the, the things come up, then we're going to stop some of the larger fights, some of the bigger issues that are going to fester or grow or become become bigger issues along the way, and send people into the counseling room. Right. You're right. We can address these things before it turns into a blow-up situation. Right. And we should nip it in the bud, right? We should, when we sense frustration or um, just disdain for uh, our spouse or the circumstances, that's when we need to talk. Mm -hmm. And we need to go back and forth and seek to understand each other. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Okay. 
So that was one problem, yes. and we called it expectations. Let's now shift to a second problem that affects marriages, that drives people into the marriage counseling office because of work, and it is working too many hours. Let's That's just say me. The, I work too much. The length of time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm throwing in the towel. Good. No, your job is literally 24-7. <laughs> Even through the night at times. It's actually 24-7. <laughs> I, yes. Yeah. No, I think you're right, though. Working too much. So length of time, amount of time, and energy mm-hmm. spent at work. Mm-hmm. And there's no magic number for the amount of hours that every person ought to spend working. And in um, fact, some jobs are yeah. 24-7 and there is no clocking out. I think one principle, though, that we can identify is this. If you are working so many hours that you have zero time or zero energy left in the tank for your family and other responsibilities in life, then you've got a problem with length of time spent at work. And I'm not talking about the rare exception where you need to stay late in the office or pull an mm-hmm. all-nighter working on a paper. Right. I've done both of those things. Uh, I'm talking about the regular day in and day out amount of time spent at work. Yeah, the pattern of it all. If mm-hmm. it's so much that you don't have any time or energy left in the tank for other responsibilities, then it sounds like it's too much. Yeah, and I think, too, sometimes... <laughs> We may just think we have nothing left in the tank, right? That's exactly right. Right. We can come home from work or or maybe we're in our home and we're we're still working, but we can think, I'm done. I have nothing left. I need to rest or I need to be done or I must have a break. I have nothing left. But in reality, we just have an, uh, a desire to be done. We just have a desire to quit Yeah. or, you know, I'm not folding another load of laundry I'm through teaching the kids, you know, how to work out their problems or I don't want to do this thing anymore. And so I have to rest. Yeah. And that does get back to our first point about expectations. You know, it could just be this underlying expectation or desire that I've worked enough for the day and now I'm done. But I think you're exactly right in saying that we probably have more energy in the tank than we want to admit sometimes. We're just too tired to tap into it. And husbands can do this where they come home and they can think in their minds. I have, I'm too tired to help with dishes. I'm too tired to help with bedtime. Um, I just need to rest so that I can go back to work tomorrow. That's my primary job. And I would just say to the husbands that maybe you need to push yourself a little bit. Maybe you need to get up, do, you know, make a cup of coffee and (laughs) step up to the plate because you also have a major responsibility in your home to work. And you might feel tired, you might feel tapped out, but push through the feeling. Yeah. And it's amazing that God often gives you the energy that you need to do the work he's called you to do. Totally. When we're at that end tank feeling and we ask God, hey, give me what I need to finish this last hour well and to honor you well, it's, it's, it's awesome how we see God supply us with the strength, the energy, getting up, getting going, because we are wanting to be faithful to do what he's called us to do, rather than, I don't know, go with something that we are desiring that's different than the work ahead of us. I totally agree, and there's more to say about this and other topics, and so what we're going to do is pause our discussion of work for now, and we're going to pick it up at our next episode and talk about a couple more problems surrounding work. Do you think that will be a big job for us? It's, you know, it's not going to be a nine to five. (laughs) 
Um, but but it is our duty. And yeah, it, it'll be la- it'll be laborsome. It'll be a labor of love. Is laborsome a word? Um, uh, I think it is. Yeah, laborsome. Labor, laborsome. Labor. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling like that's sure? in the dictionary. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Burdensome is a word. For sure. But is laborsome? I don't know. I like to make up words, so I'm, I'm going with it. is true. I'm going with it. Well, enough job puns. What's, what's our challenge that we can leave them with? Yeah, I'd say talk through your expectations with your spouse. Talk through the amount of time you spend working and what you have left in the tank at the end of the day and are your expectations lining up or is there this underlying frustration? Deal with it now before it turns yeah. into a big problem. And be real honest about it and choose a good time to talk about it. Maybe not in the moment when someone comes home late or you're in the, in the middle of a frustrating work moment. Great point. But find a good time to really say, hey, let's talk through this. Let's see where we're at and see where we're on opposite sides and how can we get united on one side as one team in viewing our work the same way, viewing each other's work the same way as well. That's good. Sign me off, Bethany. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, and we will see you next time. Peace out.